You're listening to the Source Property Podcast, your number one source of tips and tricks for starting your property business. Hello and welcome back to the Source Property Podcast. I'm Chris Kirkwood and joining me today is Source Capital's Commercial Director, Derek Pratt. Hi everyone. Hi Del. Um, on today's podcast, we're going to be looking at how the economy can affect the property journey and, and what you can do to combat that. Obviously, the economy has been a huge talking point over the last few months or so. And it seems like every day that's something new that's happening that is going to have some kind of long, ar- long arching effect on the economy. So what we wanted to do was just look at look at this and actually sort of break down how that affects property because Del, you've been in property for a long time, right? So you've seen these economic trends um, happen and circle and cycle. And so this is something that's actually quite familiar, this sort of level of uncertainty and, and, and change. Yeah, I think cycle is the absolute word, mate. Pretty much everything is cyclical in some way, shape or form. I mean, it's it's disappointing when they do talk about worst recession since World War II. You think I was there for that. But the, um, you know... The one thing is for sure is, you know, there's nothing that's going to be brand new. It will be variation on a theme and, you know, we can, none of us can predict absolutely what's going to happen, but there's a fair chance we can, uh, you know, we can take some guidance from what happened in the past. So let's try and break this down into a, like, a couple of different stages, really. You've got some, some very like, immediate stuff that's happening day by day. So just, just to date stamp this, we're, on the, we're currently on the 17th of October, 2022. Um, today we had a mini budget by Jeremy Hunt who just came in to replace the previous Chancellor who was in the position for was it something like 38 days something like that yeah we've got a fourth in four months fourth in four months yeah I heard a joke actually the other day saying I've got a carrot in my fridge that's outlasted four Chancellors of the (laughs) Exchequer which I thought was a you know very very witty Um, and with more personality (laughs) oh ouch Uh, but what we want to do is I want to break it down into sort of short term stuff that's happening on a day by day basis but then look at the long term trends because the day by day stuff it it comes in it makes headline news it passes and then it doesn't it doesn't really have this long arching effect on the on the property world. However, there are long term economic trends that we need to look at. So let's sort of park the short termism at the moment and look at these long economic trends. So in terms of the economy and in terms of the property market, where where currently are we? Okay, so as far as the economy is concerned, um, the big sort of R word, the big recession is is no doubt where this conversation is going to go pretty soon. And I think um, just looking at all the commentators that are out there at the moment, it's going to be announced that the country is definitely officially in recession come the end of the year, you know, this, this quarter's figures. So that that's going to be a fact. We'll The country will have had two quarters on the trot where we've seen a, you know, a reduction in GDP. The country's in recession. Economically, elsewhere, we've got uh, inflation flying through the roof. We've got um, a budget that's just been revised into a slightly revised, revised budget. Um, more, I would say, I'm not quite sure literally how many U-turns you're allowed to do before you, you've completed the circle more than twice. Um, so, you know, the, the, there's issues out there that are going to be tax-based, there's issues out there that are inflation-based, and we're going to be definitely in a point of recession. The property market has been incredibly buoyant for, for quite some time. Mm. Um, ironically, since the last recession, which is something that um, we'll, you know, we'll look at as far as 
is there any parallel or is it absolutely in a completely crossover direction? We'll, we'll, we'll have a look at that a little bit later, no doubt. But look, I think if this was an economic exam, now would be a perfect time to put that scenario together because, um, yeah, pretty much everything's happening. I think it's really, it's really optimistic that they're still using the phrase U-turn. Don't you? Because <laughs> I agree. I mean, we've been around the circle so many. It's like being on a waltzer. It's not a U-turn. It's great, isn't it? Uh, so, okay, so let's have a look at recession. And I think you've, you've mentioned a couple of really, really, you know, important words, important terms there that we need to understand because they are going to be banded around a lot and some of them are already in play and we need to know what they mean and we need to know how they affect property so that people can actually put a plan together for how to deal with them. So let's look at the first one, inflation. So what what is inflation? What does it mean? And what effect is it going to have? Three questions in one. Yeah, cool. How many hours? Um, <laughs> well, well, where is inflation? Inflation is uh, is is about to hit double figures again. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were expecting that to get to fifteen percent potentially before the you know the energy price cap. So we're expecting that to peak around about just short of eleven percent, which is is huge. You know, that's significant. So inflation is uh, is hit, hitting everyone's pockets. It's effectively you know. The, the basket of prices, how much they're increasing compared to uh, to where they were, and that inflationary rise is is pretty consistent. And we were, like you say, largely for, for for issues that are outside of any discretionary spend. You know, power, electric, gas, heating, anything that you know you might want to put in your car or eat or wear. Um, you know, all those prices are going up. There's uh, so there is a pinch point there that, that's that's hitting everyone's everyone's pocket. Um, Big issue that that then has a knock-on effect is how do you control inflation? And despite the fact that yes, we'll talk about recession, you know, we need to take some of the heat out the uh, out of the economy. So the Bank of England pretty much largely does that by controlling interest rates. So we're seeing increase in interest rates, high inflation. Bank of England want to get a cap on inflation, curb that, and you know, the Bank of England has a. Uh, has a mandate to act to a government target, which is to get that back down to 2%. So 11% is a long way off that. Yeah, so let's just break that down just a little bit. Inflation is, is too high. The Bank of England have a mechanism which can control inflation, and that is putting interest rates or, or setting interest rates. Interest rates historically had been really low, and what they want to do now is they want to put interest rates up, which again affects people's pockets. It stops them spending into the into the general economy. And it means that there is less demand for the products and, and stuff and materials and services that are out there, which means that, that, the, um, that the price of that comes down in order to try and continue to sell stuff. So therefore, hopefully, that will bring inflation down because there'll be less demand out there in the marketplace for it. So what does that mean to the property sector? Um, well, these are nice, easy questions. Big, broad they? questions. Nice, easy questions. This is questions. like your, your idea of heaven, Dell. Thank you. Uh, if only there was no time limitation, this, <laughs> this really would be heaven. Um, so what does it mean? Look, there's a lot of sentiment that hits the property market. A lot of people work on what they expect to be happening, sort of, not just today, but tomorrow, month after, year after, and again, it depends where you are in the property sector as to, as to what you've got to control, how, what's going to happen to, you know, are you interested in, in rentals, are you interested in sales? There's, there's a huge, as well, you know, Chris, better than I do, you know, there's a massive, you know, the property sector has many, many aspects. Increase in prices 
you know, will impact certain uh, parts of that sector in, in different ways. So, you know, rather than try and break that down on a piece by piece, which would keep us here for, for way longer than any of us want to be here, um, you know, I think the, the general view is, I think if you look at just headlines and you've got high inflation and you've got recession, I think there'd be a, a natural response to think that can't be good news. But I think the reality is, is quite different. You really need to get into the bones of it. Um, and at the risk of second guessing what's on your laptop there. Um, oh, they can't I, see the laptop. No, they can't see the laptop. Oh, um, I suspect we will get into the bones of it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, o overall, I think it's important to, to look at exactly like you've just identified. Inflation, recession, uh, higher interest rates are going to have an effect on people's pockets. So people are going to feel like they've got less disposable income to spend. Also, in that in that situation and in a recession where you've got uh, a decreasing GDP and two two quarters or two months, so two quarters, two quarters, um, that that means that you know there are going to be unfortunately some businesses out there that are failing. Now. In the overall economy, that is going to hit some people. People are going to lose their jobs. People are going to have feel like they have less less money to spend. But exactly right, in the property sector, that doesn't necessarily mirror exactly what is happening in the rest of the economy. And it can mean that things have changed significantly. Now, what, what we see in the, the... I've used this analogy a couple of times, and I'm, I'm happy with it, so I'm going to stick with it. Uh, lenders in the property world are like the deer of the property world, right? They are the most scatty. They are the most nervous. They are the ones that are looking out around constantly for threat. And as soon as they see threat, they are the first to run the other way. That's me you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Hello, Del. <laughs> At that point, you should have run out the door. Um, so lenders in the property world are, are very risk averse. They are they analyse risk. That is what they're there for and they don't like accepting risk that they're, they're not you know, willing to tolerate. Now, in this situation, where do lenders sit? You know, the overall economy is getting worse, but how do lenders see that in the property world if we're saying that property is slightly different? Well, okay, well, I think we're saying property is, is massively different in fairness, depends where you are. Now, if you're you know, a residential buyer, then you know, you're in a very different position than, than sort of a lot of particularly in, in you know world of the franchisees where these are you know property professionals and I think that's where the opportunity you know really lies we will see you know that there are aspects of, of what happens in the residential world that, that mirror themselves straight into the wider market but I think what we will see absolutely and you summed it up neatly before Chris is you know people have less money in their pocket that that is a go-to you know and despite there's um, you know, there's a massive dichotomy across some of this because we've got a market that's got very low unemployment. You know, we've got stamp duty support. You're looking at not very much stock on the market. You would think, generally, that would mean that, great, you know, the, the market's going to be buoyant. But the reality is the market is now starting to slow down. We're seeing the, the heat taken out of it because we've got that high inflation. We've got recession. We've got these issues that people now think, well, actually, is now the time to be taking, you know, making that investment, taking that next step. Do we cash out? Do we? And you know, all good questions and all independent on where people's circumstances are will be a very different answer. But what it all leads to, almost definitely, is the fact that you know there is less money in people's pockets. So as a lender, serviceability is the key. 
And the big problem with recession generally is you know, uncertainty regarding ongoing employment, uncertainty, you know, stability of, the, of, of how good, you know, you're, how comfortable and confident you can be in the role that you're at. But weirdly, we've got a situation where it's really low unemployment. So, you know, try and marry these things up, which is why I said before, it's, it's, it's going to be a great economic question. But the, um, you know, as far as where we are, there is definitely less buyers. From a funder's point of view, you know, how can you be comfortable around someone's ability to service that debt? And it totally depends where they are in that market. Because if this is a personal mortgage, particularly a first-time buyer, where there's the chance that property prices are going to come down, someone wants high loan to value, and there's uncertainty about the job, net result, unhappiness. You know, absolutely right. People will be a little bit nervous about that. People that are probably, you know, in the world that, that I operate in, where all we're doing is looking to, to fund property professionals, actually, there's going to be opportunities out there and a good deal is always going to be a good deal and a good borrower is always going to be a good borrower. So the majority of, of news headlines that we've seen coming from the property industry over the last couple of months about lenders what has that been? Well, you will definitely see a tightening up of criteria. You know, if you're an organisation, any sizable organisation will have policies, will have guidelines that they need to comply with. And, you know, it's not doing anyone any favours by, by taking unnecessary risks. So you will, and we have, see a tightening of, you know, of people's criteria, maybe lower loan to values, maybe higher multi, uh, income multipliers, sorry, debt servicing multipliers, not income multipliers, actually seeing lower numbers of income multipliers going up in, in the domestic world. But certainly, you know, if it's a commercial deal, people are looking for a little bit more slack, maybe building in a little bit of comfort that it might take longer to sell. There might be a longer void period, lower loan to values, track record might come into it. So there's a lot of things to look at, not only the criteria, but also the rates are obviously moving all over the place at the moment as well because of what's happening with base rate, but also what's happening with gilts. And again, another lovely part of economy for someone else's world. So what we've said is the economy is getting worse. We're getting, we're getting to the point where we're probably going to, we're probably in a recession right now Almost without definitely. it being, without it being announced yet. Um, interest rates are going up. Inflation has risen and has, has well, has risen for a, a, a quite a period of time and continues to go up. That's happening in the general economy. In property specifically, we're saying that lenders are tightening their criteria because they're they're becoming more risk averse because of the the issues that are ongoing in the economy. Um, and therefore, what does that what does that do? Does that encourage more people into the property industry, or does that make mean that people are turning away? He asks in a way that <laughs> that doesn't totally set up the question for you. So yeah, I think people have been turned away. No, obviously I'm joking. Um, Look, it's it's a great place for people who have the ability to enter the market, you know. Uh, and and the bigger lenders, the other point I mentioned is you've got to control what your exposure is at the moment as well. So if people have done mm -hmm. an absolute load of high value debt into a particular sector and they're concerned there may be a downturn, again, it would be totally understandable to see that lender tighten things up and maybe, you know, as I say, want to take the heat out of any increasing their exposure into that world. Look, from where we are, mate. You know, and, and I know, this is a great time for us. We're getting more franchises joining us, and it's a great time for Source Capital because because we can be totally flexible around how we structure a deal. To then, it's absolutely right for us. You know, people, there's less buyers, less heat in the market. People have got opportunities to buy 
good properties mm. at a much more realistic or even better price. You know, if talking to U-turns earlier, you know, there's been a massive U-turn in the market as far as how we're seeing a lot of agents working. You know, gotcha, yeah. You know, rather than not being able to see a property unless you could prove, you know, you were pretty much carrying that money in your back pocket, mm -hmm. it's now to a point of, you know, as we would normal if we're allowed to say that um you know it, it, normality has resumed to, to the market and you know it's negotiation it's is that property right is you know what do you want to do with it how do you add value and but there is now real chance to add value and if you're in property you probably you probably understand that you know these things go in cycles you're probably you know at least mildly aware that 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 has that has occurred you might have heard of the property cycle you might have heard that you know uh, a lot of people have made a lot of money out of um, a, a position where the, the general economy was in recession and they bought a lot of property at that time because they were able to pick it up um, for a more competitive price than they would have otherwise been able to do. So you're probably aware that all of this goes on. Well, this is happening right now. Again, 17th of October, 2022. This is happening right now. For me, I see the next 18 to, to um, 24 months as being a very exciting time to, to buy property. Um, you're absolutely right. There are going to be fewer people in the market that, that are able to um, purchase property. There are going to be fewer lenders out there offering the high loan to value. So I know that that's going to drive quite a lot of people away from looking at property. In the general economy, you've got inflation, you've got interest rates. So people are less um, willing to take that money out of their pocket and put it into something else because they want the security of knowing that, that that money is in their pocket. So this, all of this together creates this ecosystem that all of a sudden you know you just it's like it all becomes lighter and it all becomes easier and it all becomes more achievable if you've got the ability to buy because when lenders are reducing their loan to values well what does that mean it means that you need more money in your pocket in order to to purchase that property so if you've got a situation where either you've got a lot of money in your pocket and you can go out and do that or you've still got access to a lender that will allow you to to borrow on the same level as you had previous to, to, to the restrictions, then you've got you've got an opportunity in the next two, uh, couple of years or so that is you know going to be very very unique in comparison to the majority of people out there that are in the property market. So, what are you doing with franchisees? How are you communicating that message to franchisees in terms of um, in terms of what you're looking to do? Whether you're going to be changing your rates or, or what's going to be happening at Source Capital in the next couple of couple of years? Okay, I think the big message is it's very much business as usual um becomes a bit of a cliche in in you know in, in in difficult financial world but the absolute truth is it really is business as usual largely because we've always been flexible around our terms around our structure you know if the deal is right you know uh, and the the, the preposition of this is is key but you know, uh, we can demonstrate from our lenders' point of view, we don't have an absolute requirement as far as contribution. We don't have an absolute requirement as far as contribution to purchase, also the development costs. We're, we're not specific in what kind of property it has to be. We're, you know, we're quite happy to take a view even on, on what experience these, you know, the, the borrower has. It's really, from our perspective, putting the whole deal together, does that deal make sense? Are they building the right thing in the right place? Is this a conversion? Can they deliver it? Are the costs right? Are the builders right? Are, you know, effectively, can we take that deal from what they've taken it on day one and taken it through to the finished project? And whether that is, you know, they're doing that work to sell or whether they're doing that work to refinance, if that deal makes sense, we'll try and find a way of doing that deal. You know, our key criteria 
is is what we've lent you know we don't lend more than 70 percent loan to gdv as far as the capital exposure is concerned that was the same yesterday it was the same last week it was the same last month it was the same last year it'll be the same tomorrow so let's look at this another way around from your point of view because you're going to have to prepare in a way that other people wouldn't necessarily have to prepare who are who are out there in the property world so we have 175 franchisees here at source they're out there they're, they're, they're doing property every single day they're property professionals like you say and over the last couple of years i think it's been quite challenging to find the right deal to then to then bring to source capital to get funded to move forward um that situation's changing now so the market is changing to make it easier for 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 our guys to f go out there and find these deals so from a source capital point of view how do you make sure that you've got the right amount of investment coming in to fund for that increase in business okay well i'm gonna slightly reword your question so i think thanks because you know i think we can make it better and um you know but you know if you're a borrower and you're talking to source capital you know that the message is, is pretty straightforward. You, as a borrower, you don't need to worry about how we're funding those deals. We mm -hmm. will be funding those deals. You know, from because our rates have always been consistent, we're not changing the rates because there's a, you know, because of what's happening out there, because of what's happening to, to base rate or what's happening with the gilts. Our rate has always been the same. That allows our borrowers to pay that rate, which enables us to pay, the exact, you know, the same fixed rate that we're always talking about to our investors. That is still attractive. The rate that we pay those investors is still attractive and it is still inflation beating. So as far as you know how we fund our deals, absolutely not a problem. You know, if anything, you know, well not if anything, it's an absolute fact. You know, we've got record numbers of investors coming to source capital because of, of who and what we are and our track record. And I think that, you know, we've got to be careful how we do this, regulated industry and all that good stuff. But you know, as of today's date that we've referenced many points because of just what's uh, happening in the, uh, the world of politics, the same thing applies for, you know, for us. But as of today's date, the reason we can be so confident and so strong about what we're doing is we have no legacy issues to worry about. You know, we have a 100% track record, 100% repayment track record, all capital, all interest of what we've done to date. You know, the, our, our live book has no arrears, has no provisions in it, you know. We have no legacy problems. So when I mentioned before about people having to take stock and make sure that they haven't got any problems from what they've lent in the past, not just what they're lending now and what they lend going forward, I haven't got that problem. Our book is is a clean book, subject to all requirements. But the you know it's absolute truth. So we can sit here today, comfortable in the knowledge that when we say it's business as usual, it's absolutely business as usual. Which is a phenomenal opportunity for our guys. And, you know, one that me coming from the franchise side of the business, I'm very, very grateful for uh, you continue to offer an amazing service to our guys. So thank you very much. I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, thank you very much for being with us today. My pleasure. Did thank you manage to pick up your Blackburn Cup so people in the camera could see it? Um, there we go. Okay. Thank you. Win one, lose one. That's the way we're doing this year. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Dale. Um, so thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. Hopefully you'll have learned how to prepare yourself for the changes in the economy uh, and let us know what you're doing uh, to carry on being successful. 
Uh, remember, Source Franchise is here to help you. We're the first and only franchise of our kind, and we're very much more than just a training course. We're right behind you, supplying you with the knowledge, the property leads, and can even offer you funding through Source Capital, who you had the privilege of meeting today. Uh, to find out more, send us an email or download our prospectus at sourcedfranchise.co. I've been Chris Kirkwood. This is Derek Pratt. Thank you very much for spending some time with us, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Goodbye.